Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken Airport Edition. We are going to talk about last night's win, what we liked from the win, what needs to be improved. All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Happy Wednesday, Seattle hockey fans. You are watching or listening to another episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Now, if you travel as much as I do, then every once in a while, you're going to want to find the best deals on tickets, whether it's for sports or for um, your favorite plays. Game Time app. You can create an account, use code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get $20 off your first purchase. But we'll talk a little bit more about that as the show goes on. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Kraken a part of your daily routine. We are part of the Locked On Network, which brings you your favorite sports teams, at least the men's, every single day. Yes, that's right. But this Friday, we will have a women's hockey spotlight unlocked on NHL, hosted by yours truly. So you're not going to want to miss it. I'm actually traveling to New York for the ESPNW Summit. And yes, there is some hockey crossover there. So we'll get into that a little bit more. And let's get into this game. Yanni Gord wins it for the Seattle Kraken in overtime. He's one of the players that when I spoke to Dane from Locked on Stars, I said I wanted to see his impact. He's a grinded out, gritty player. He's been doing a lot of things on the two-way side of things to win pucks back for Seattle. And that's exactly how he was able to get his goal. But I want to hear from the man himself. Yes, I know a lot of you want to see him as the next captain for the Seattle Kraken. That notwithstanding, let's hear what Yanni Gord had to say immediately following the 5-4 overtime win by the Seattle Kraken. Hi, guys. Yanni, coming into this series, the team talked about how important it was to get net front traffic in front of Ottinger. Just describe how important that was going into the game-winning goal tonight. Yeah, it was huge. I mean, um, yeah, um, shot the puck, got a retrieval, uh, stay on the puck, and then uh, I was just uh, fortunate. I turned around and uh, found the back of the net. Yeah. How big is this for you guys just to get on the right foot and steal one on the road to start the series, similar to the first series against Colorado? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's how you want to start a series. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a uh, yeah. It's going to be a tough series. We know how good and strong they are. Uh, so it's going to be. We know it's it's a huge game. First one. Yeah. Yeah, Annie, can you just talk about the mindset going to OT after blowing the two goal lead and kind of the fact that you guys just kind of came out. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're a pretty poised group uh, in that locker room. We're pretty 
confident group. Uh, obviously, you don't want to give up two goal. Uh, going in the third one, you leading by two. Uh, but something that's something we can clean up. But uh, I love their response. I love their composure. I love their poise. Uh, we're a pretty mature group in there. Um, and we uh, we trusted that uh, the process was going to get it done. Uh, keep working. Keep uh, uh, keep at it. And eventually, we're going to get our break. And uh, we got it there. Beautiful. Thank you, guys. So that was Yanni Gord talking to media in English in just a little bit. Actually, he probably already hit the stage by the time we're live. But Yanni Gord also did take media availability in French only. So the Quebec native there doing a lot of great things. Okay, so you heard Yanni Gord talk about a few different things there. He just liked the poise of the team. We heard that from a lot of the other guys that talked after the game. So what did we like overall? Let's talk about that, and then we'll get into some of the things that need to be improved later on in the show. What did we like? Well, we liked that the Seattle Kraken got a win by playing Seattle Kraken hockey. If you go over to the YouTube page, you'll see some of the post-game media availability talking um, the players talking about playing by committee. That's what Morgan Geeky said earlier today. That's exactly what we've been saying. If you are an everydayer, you know that that's how I've been describing how the Seattle Kraken play hockey. Had five different goal scorers in this game. That's Kraken hockey, baby. You know, we're not just saying it because it's a, it's a fun little slogan. We're saying it because that's how we get stuff done. And that's what it's going to take for us. So, can take a quick look here. I'm showing you right now the NHL.com. We're going to go down here. Look at the different goal scores. You had Jaden Schwartz. So this is the first time in the playoffs, in the postseason at all, that the Seattle Kraken didn't score first. We'll get to Joe Pavelski. Don't worry. But I said we're starting with what we liked. So we got Jaden Schwartz on the board, Justin Schultz on the board, Oliver Bjorkstrand, and Jordan Eberly. And of course, Yanni Gord got us the win in overtime. So that's one thing that I liked. Five different goal scorers. Let's also take a look at these special teams numbers. The Dallas Stars were a goose egg in two power play attempts. And, you know, those came pretty early on. So there's a few things that I like here. One is that I like that the Seattle Kraken continue to be dominant on the penalty kill or the power kill, as we say. Uh, Again, we'll get to the other side of special teams in the next segment. But right now we're talking about what we liked. And obviously we liked the first period. Talk about response goals. You know, Justin Schultz gets a response goal and then you just see the momentum carry over. Now, Dave Haxtell did say that he felt that there were uh, some heavy legs later in the game. And I think seeing as much energy as we did in the first period, it wasn't surprising. That being said, the Seattle Kraken also held the Dallas Stars scoreless for a decent amount of time. Um, they, They did not score at all in the second period. So I like that because sometimes we have a lull in the second period. Like I said, We'll get to some of what we didn't like a little bit later. But, you know, the Seattle Kraken 
despite having less rest than the Dallas Stars, they get the win. They have five different goal scorers. They still are excellent on the power kill, and they had a strong first period. So those are some of the things that I liked in this game. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, we have to talk about some of the things that we think need improvement or some of the ways that Dallas might look to expose the Seattle Kraken as the series goes on. That's coming up on this Wednesday post-game edition um, or preview, I should say, edition of Locked on Kraken. But as I mentioned to you earlier, this very episode, this Wednesday episode of Locked on Kraken presented to you by Game Time. Game Time is one of our new sponsors, and I mentioned it earlier on. If you travel like I do a lot, sometimes you go to a new city, you don't know what's going on, who's in town, what teams are playing, what shows are in town. But not only can you find what's available and what's playing, but you can also get the best deals. I know I've been stressed out trying to find something to do with friends while I'm on the go. And then you don't want to pay an exorbitant amount because you're getting last minute tickets. That never happens with the game time app. You'll find flash deals and last minute tickets. Everything is easy to find and you can buy tickets for all kinds of events. I've been looking up the game time app for my next travel to Chicago in particular. You get an image of the seat view, which I think is super important. You never want to go think you have a front row seat and then you're staring at a pole at a baseball game. So this is what we want you to do. Download that game time app, create an account and use locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Of course, terms and conditions will apply, but again, head to the game time app, create your account. And when you use promo code locked on NHL, you can see it right below us. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll get $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. We bring you your favorite team every single day. And, of course, that is the Seattle Kraken. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. A reminder that you can listen to your favorite sports team, especially the Seattle Kraken, on the Sirius SXM app. That's right. You can listen to your hometown broadcast. And, listen, uh, some of you don't like the cheap shots that happened uh, against the Lizzo on the ESPN broadcast. Not cool, not cool. But if you are on the go like I am or you just want a little bit of a change of pace and hear that silky smooth voice of Everett Fitzhugh and Dave Tomlinson, then make sure you check out Sirius X, SXM, excuse me, so you can listen to your hometown broadcast. But, of course, you can also watch along with me uh, we had another watch party, another successful watch party. I had Biscuit from Women's Pro Hockey Seattle because, well, I was nervous. Let me take you to uh, a little snippet, just a little tiny snippet of um, the game-winning goal. Yanni Gord gets the game winner, and, uh, you know, I... I was wearing my lucky green cap. Yeah, I wore a green cap. I know. Um, wearing the lucky green cap yesterday. And uh, here's, here's what I had to say immediately following the game. 
the Seattle Kraken take game one in round two over the Dallas Stars. Now, we go up early in this game. Exactly what we wanted to see from Seattle. We did not score first, but we put up a four spot in the first period. Then we kind of let Dallas back into it. Excuse me. Joe Pavelski back into it. My man scores a hat trick plus one to get the stars into overtime. But it's Yanni called game Gord gets the win for Seattle. A road win. We are road warriors once again in the playoffs. The Seattle Kraken over the Dallas Stars in the round two game one in Dallas. We're going to talk about this game and what to expect in game two on Wednesday's episode of Locked on Kraken. All right, so it's time. It's time. You heard me talk about Yanni Gord. You heard me talk about the different goal scorers. It's time to get into some of the things that we didn't like so much. Uh, I'm doubling up on the Black Rose Media pins right now. Oh, well, also got my Elon pin. Either way. Okay, here are some of the things I didn't like. Here are some of the things I didn't like as much. Joe Pavelski. I mean, let me put it this way. As someone who is watching the Seattle Kraken, I did not like Joe Pavelski scoring all four of the Dallas Stars goals. Now, as a hockey fan, as a sports fan, it was a great story. And we got to be honest, some of those tip-ins, those were fantastic. What did we learn from this, though? Uh, One, Mark Joe Pavelski, hello. McFly, hello. Mark Joe Pavelski. All right, that one should seem pretty simple. I want to take you back, though, to these stats because let's get that out of here. The stats. Okay, now I talked about this on our live watch party. If you're watching either on playback or on YouTube, make sure you're always checking the show notes, especially on a game day episode, because I will have the links for you. They're not up yet, but they will be up shortly after this. Anyway, we talked a lot about the hits. Look at the massive amount of hits. 47 hits to 19 hits. I mentioned Morgan Geeky a little bit in passing. He talked about that a little bit today during his media availability. This is why I'm mentioning it in the things that I want to see improved. I had 47 hits, but two tip-ins, and a few times where Philip Grubauer was screened by bodies in front of the net. So what I want to see the Seattle Kraken do is take some of that energy that they're doing on placing hits and move bodies out of the way, particularly number 16, Joe Pavelski. I mean, this guy goes into concussion protocol in game one of round one, misses the entire series, his team advances, and then he comes in and scores not one, not two, not hat trick number three, but four goals. Now, I call that a Taylor, a Taylor Accursi trick. Taylor Accursi played in the National Women's Hockey League, also the Premier Hockey Federation. That's the name of the league. Now played for the Buffalo Buttes. And yes, she got an Accursi trick. And yes, she also lost the game where she scored four goals. How do you do that? Well, I mean, in both instances, I'm not going to lie, I was rooting for the team that got scored on by the Accursi trick. But um, 
just a great individual effort. But again, let's take some of that energy from those 47 hits and really focus on eliminating a net front presence for Dallas. Speaking of a net front presence, we've got a little bit of an announcement here. Speaking of a net front presence, this is what I want to see from Seattle. I really want to see them be a little more gritty. We were able to score some pretty goals. Now we have to score some gritty goals. No, not like that mascot, but we need to score some gritty goals. And that means we need to have a net front presence. Yangor talked about it. Yanni Gord talked about it just a minute ago, and we need to see more of that. We need to see more of a net front presence. Another thing, and let's go back to NHL.com. Should we be worried? Question of the day. Should we be worried about the power play? Listen, on the one hand, we did great eliminating power play chances. We got some early penalties, uncharacteristic, but again, heavy legs for the Seattle Kraken. But should we be worried that we had three chances on the power play and could not convert? Special teams are critically important in the playoffs, like overall, but certainly in the playoffs. And the Seattle Kraken just don't have it going. Morgan Geeky also talked to media about him playing some time on the power play, what they're looking for. So if you're not already subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to Locked on Kraken on YouTube because you can find all of that bonus content right there for you. There's even a special playlist dedicated to your favorite player or coach. I know we've got some people that are all on Team Hackstall, which I love. Favorite player, favorite coach. We also have a playlist that's just for the playoffs. And since this is our first season in the playoffs, it's just from this season. So go check that out. But do should we be worried about the power play? The team did not practice once again. So Morgan Geeky was asked by the amazing Allison Lucan, who's been on the show a time or two, what is his kind of process? Are, are the players watching the other games? It's interesting. Morgan kind of downplayed it. Where as Daniel Sprong, who spoke to media earlier today, was like, oh, yeah, we're all watching the other games. I mean, we're fans. Both of them saying, hey, we're fans of the game as well. Of course, they're keeping up with what's going on. But listen, our guys are ready to go. I said it in the uh, squad cast with Chris from Locked on Avalanche. A lot of people wanting to ask me the question, are the Seattle Kraken just happy to be here or are they, do they have expectations? I said it's somewhere in the middle. We, of course, everyone has expectations to win the Stanley Cup. Everyone's going to say that, and they should say that. To get to the playoffs, we've talked about how Jared McCann has been saying that. Side note. Jared McCann, no update on him. He has not traveled to Dallas. So we will not have him for game one or game two to be determined if he makes the ice even for practice once the Seattle Kraken get back to Seattle. Anyway, wanted to just put that out there. So, you know, is it a lost cause? Should we just resign ourselves to this is not a team that is going to score on the power play, and that means that they have to do their darndest even strength? I don't know. I don't know, but what we do know is that there are some things that the Seattle Kraken can clean up ahead of the next game, which happens tomorrow. That's right. Thursday will be a game day episode of Locked on Kraken, so you got that to get um, 
you know, to get excited for. And then, of course, we will be doing our watch party. It will be on playback as well as on YouTube. Now, the great thing about playback is because we can all watch the game together on the same screen. That being said, a lot of you are very active on YouTube these days, which I love. So we're going to keep both options available. But if you ever get tired of just looking at me and whatever hat I'm wearing for the day, I've got this one and the anchor hat. If You can't see it, but it's over here. Um, so I, I tell you what, though, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit nervous to admit this. And I'm very sorry, Women's Pro Hockey Seattle. I'm very sorry to all of the viewers who've been watching the live party, especially the last two games. But I didn't travel with Biscuit. I didn't travel with Biscuit. So if we get another nail biter, which we likely are, and Dane Lewis and I talked about this. If you watch and check the show notes if you need to. But if you watch or listen to our squad cast ahead of game one, before the puck dropped on this series... We talked about the close games, high-scoring close games that Dallas and Seattle had played against each other. Two of those games going into overtime. We get overtime in game one. So let's talk a little bit about that and some things that I think will lead to success in what could be a very tight series against the Dallas Stars. That's coming up on Locked on Kraken. And I want to thank you, especially the everydayers. You know who you are. Uh, you endure my jokes and my cereal eating habits, my nervous tendencies, which now, without Biscuit, I have to find something else to do when the game gets a little bit nerve-wracking. But we'll figure it out together. Join us tomorrow for a watch party. Uh, I think it's going to be a good time. And... Um, you can watch on playback or YouTube mention that a handful of times, but check the show notes and on social media at locked on Kraken. You can also follow me at elindsay 8 for everything that you need on that tip. Okay. 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 We have to talk about overtime. We have to talk about overtime. The Seattle Kraken have already seen a handful of overtime games in the playoffs and i think that we're very likely going to see a few more when it comes down to it but let me explain to you by way of a good friend of the podcast and kimmel i want to explain to you why i'm ready for this why i think the seattle kraken are ready for this and why no one should be surprised about how Seattle is performing. Now, the amazing Ann Kimmel, in case you don't know, also writes for the Hockey News slash Sports Illustrated, but she wrote a piece entitled, How Surprised Are the Predators by Seattle's First Round Success? Not very. The Kraken showed the Colorado Avalanche the same tenacious play it took to humble the Predators twice in the regular season. I love this article because... This is, especially if you joined us on the live watch parties, this is the X factor for the Seattle Kraken. Nobody's putting any pressure on us. And you know what? The guys are playing fun. They're playing free. That's exactly what we heard from Morgan Geeky today. Again, you can watch that on YouTube if you want. But they're all in it together, Sprong said. Um, 
they have a goaltender that's been at the top of their game. And so this article by Ann Kimmel just really talking about, she writes, the Kraken had a successful season, but it's hard to flesh out exactly why just by looking at statistics. I mean, hello. The Kraken finished the regular season middle of the pack in shots per game, shots per against per game, the penalty kill, the power play. Oof. Goaltending was shaky at times in the regular season. They were also without Burakovsky after an early February injury. So what was the recipe to success? And I love this because Anne talks about capitalizing on mistakes making teams pay for their mistakes, being tenacious on the puck. And that je ne sais quoi, that uh, kind of um, contagious confidence, as we heard Allison Lucan talk about it with Piper Shaw ahead of game one, we're not intimidated. We're not just happy to be here. We are a hardworking team. We have earned our success. Actually, that's exactly, um, not verbatim, but that's the, the message that Kevin Weeks was giving in one of the intermissions. A reminder to the Seattle Kraken that we have earned our spot. You know, despite what some Colorado Avalanche fans want to say, despite what people's predictions, and you know I'm very particular about predictions, because this is why, because then people use them against you. Anyway, despite some of the predictions that we had, listen, I, I've made my predictions. Also, if you're an everydayer, you know that I kind of, I have to um, overcompensate for the fact that I'm a mush in my predictions. So, you know, just bear with me if I don't, you should be happy when I don't predict Seattle for anything because then that means I'm reverse mushing them. Just, just so you know. Anyway, no one gave this team a chance. I didn't think we were going to finish higher than fifth in the Pacific division. And I honestly felt that. And I've been apologizing to the everydayers ever since that prediction because of some of the things that Ann talks about in her article. I'm going to show it to you here. Make sure you read this. Ann Kimmel, like I mentioned, friend of the pod, but uh, does a great job covering the Nashville Predators. And I mean, I would like to say all of her appearances on Locked on Kraken have made her definitely a go-to source when it comes to an outside look of the success for Seattle. But check the show notes because I'll make sure to have that up for you as well. Well, team, that's about all we've got. So we did, We I feel like we we accomplished some good things tonight. I apologized for being a mush while also kind of not apologizing and saying you're welcome for being a mush. We heard from Ann Kimmel about just a handful of things that we know about the Seattle Kraken and that the Predators know about the Seattle Kraken, but that <laughs> Colorado learned. They messed around and they found out. And same with Dallas in game one. We also talked about what needs to be improved. How can we take that energy that we're using for hits, almost 50 hits in game one, and take away the net front presence, especially from Pavelski. But there were so many things, and that's what we talked about at the top of the show, that we liked. The penalty kill, scoring four in the first frame, and five different goal scorers, including here's Yanni Gord, getting on the board. And yes, his energy, his leadership, we need that. We need it. We know we need it. Some of you want to see a Captain C on his sweater next season. We'll see. Uh, hopefully it'll stay on with uh, – that was a little bit – you know, 
you know what I'm saying. Some of you probably can finish that sentence. Anyway, I'm trying not to throw any shade because I'm in a good mood, baby. The Seattle Kraken have a one-game lead once again in the playoffs. We're going to have to work for it, though, right? And, um, you know, I, I know I said we were going to get to it, but we'll talk about it a little bit more on tomorrow's show. It's a game day episode, and I want to talk a little bit more about how gritty this series is about to be in a different way than Colorado. And I think we saw just the whiplash pace in this series against Dallas, but this might be exactly what we need to see from our Kraken crew. We'll talk about it on tomorrow's game day episode of Locked on Kraken. I can't wait to give you my thoughts, to round up some of what the guys have been saying ahead of game two, and of course, to give you all the details of how you can watch along with me tomorrow night. I will have my snacks. I don't have biscuit, so I will find something else, probably my mom's dogs, to cuddle up with as we watch game two. Seattle looking to take a 2-0 lead before we sail on over to Climate Pledge Arena for games three and four during my birthday weekend. That's right. More on all of that coming up on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Kraken. Make sure if you're not already subscribed, either on your favorite audio listening platform, but in particular on YouTube, we are marching close to 650 subscribers. Really want to get to 800. Would love to get to 1,000 before we close out round two. So let's make it happen, Captain. I want to remind you to hold fast, to stay true. As always, be kind to yourself and to each other. And tomorrow in unison, we say loud and proud, let's go cracking. I'll see you on tomorrow's episode. Peace.